Well, today we have some good news, some bad news, and some really weird news. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And welcome to our Tuesday edition of Truth to Ponder. And I'm your host, Bob Bierman. I'm going to tell you right up here, right up front. I am tired today. I think the weekend caught up with us. We were gone all weekend on a ministry trip. And then we just couldn't get to sleep last night. And so today, it's a little bit more difficult than normal uh, to put the radio program together. But we'll get through it. And and I've got some stories that I want to share. Many times, I'll start this program and I'll have a bunch of stories on my screens or written out in front of me. And many times, I never get to all of them. And today, I'm going to do my best to go through a number of these various news stories from all over, not just the United States, but literally from around the world. Some of them will give you an idea of where things are going collectively, internationally, and even if you live in the United States or Canada, where you live even domestically. These headlines, these stories actually mean a lot. Now, a little bit of good news to start the program. Yesterday, we mentioned a little town called Eureka Springs, Arkansas. And in Eureka Springs, uh, the mayor had decided because one person was complaining that they needed to remove a nativity scene that had been put up every year for over 70 years. 70 years. And the mayor who just didn't want to be threatened by somebody that was just too feeble-minded to realize that other people have differing opinions. And just because you don't like it, just because you believe in the false doctrine of separation of church and state, which is not in the Constitution, never was, that during the days of the Founding Fathers, there were plenty of, shall we say, religious expressions in the public square and nobody complained, nobody sued, nobody got bent out of shape, nobody had their feelings hurt. But the mayor of Eureka Springs, Arkansas caved to a complainer, well, for a while. And the executive director of what's called the Great Passion Play, and they they put out this nativity scene every year. They were they were like, no, we're not we're not taking it down. Sorry, mayor, we're 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 done. We're we're tired of these religious bigots, anti-religious bigots, you know, trying to shut us down and shut us up and shove us away. Everybody else seems to have rights, but ours are being just trampled on. Well, the mayor backed down, and it's because people from all over the United States let the mayor know what you thought. And I know we gave out the email address on this program, and I'm sure, along with mine, some of your emails probably had something to do with it as well. And so people are very thankful. The people in Eureka Springs, those that are involved with this 70-year-old project of this nativity scene, they're thanking you for standing up. And I'm thankful the mayor saw the light and backed down. You know, th- this has gotten out of hand. I don't like religion, so you have to shut it up. I don't want to hear about it. But I can talk about sex. I can talk about gay rights or anything else. And you have to listen. But I don't want to hear you religious people, you Bible thumpers. And I'm, I'm tired of it myself. I really am. 
Now, strange story that I looked at. I mean, I didn't believe it when I first looked at it. I got, no, no, this this can't be true until I double-checked, and it was. Only in Germany. You know, we, we've had this corona madness all over the world. The virus madness. I call it mass covidians. You can call them what you want. You know, in Europe and in Germany... There is now, and in in Canada, we'll talk about it too, there is medically assisted suicide available these days. And that's being so enlightened. We We have suicide available from the state to get you out of your misery. But in Germany, if you want to sign up to be killed, you have to be fully vaccinated. I kid you not. I kid you not. In Germany, if you want to sign up to be medically killed, medically assisted suicide, whatever you want to call it, state condoned murder, and they push it hard, but they do require if you want to participate, you have to be fully vaccinated. Now, I don't get it, but apparently they do. Here in the United States, President Dumbbell, President Corrupt, President I Lie With Every Word That I Say Biden. He's a corrupt thief individual that should be prosecuted for the things he's done over the past 40 some odd 50 years in selling out this country. And I'm sick and tired of our feckless, phony media covering for this fool, this bumbling idiot that's wrecking the economy, that's bringing in reprobates and weirdos into government. Yeah, like Richard Levine. I I refuse to call Richard Rachel. He's a dude. He's a dude. He's a man. And he wears a dress. And he pretends he's a woman. The man is sick. And he has no business at all being in any kind of an office dealing with mental health and the health of people, he needs help. He doesn't need to be telling us how to live. He's just an ugly transvestite as far as I'm concerned that has no business in the job that he's in and he had no business in the job he was in in Pennsylvania. But then again, you have a reprobate of a governor at the time in Wolf. And so you get what you vote for. You vote for evil, horrible people, and you get an evil, horrible government. And that's what is happening today. So in Germany, if you want to commit suicide, be sure you go get your vaccination first so they're not, they can't help you unless you're vaccinated. Doesn't make any sense, but there we are. Now, I want to share with you a story out of Canada, our neighbor to the north. And, and I know that we have a tremendously growing audience in Canada. Our signals on 9455 reach the western part of the country. On 5950, we're getting into Ontario. We're getting into, I'm trying to remember all the various provinces. We're getting it, British Columbia. Uh, We're getting into Nova Scotia. We're getting into many places in Canada, Quebec. And I'm sure there's probably others. And I'm beginning to hear from the Canadian audience that listen on the air and also even online. And so a number of you in Canada are familiar with this story. 
and I'm going to share it from the CBC so you can hear what you're missing. And this is about a a Paralympic Army veteran. Now, this person is paralyzed. She is paralyzed, but she has been able to participate in the Olympics. Uh, Takes good care of herself, but she is a retired corporal, and she competed not that many years ago in the Rio de Janeiro uh, Paralympics. And so she was speaking before Parliament in Canada to the MPs members of parliament and she has a problem because of her condition she's been trying to get a wheelchair lift installed in her home retired military corporal her name is christine gouther and she appeared before the members of parliament and let me just share the news story it lasts about three and a half four minutes And I want you to listen to this. Then we're going to talk about what you've just heard. Well, there is a startling new development in the ongoing controversy around veterans being offered medical assistance in dying. A retired corporal who is paraplegic shocked MPs in Ottawa yesterday when she told them an employee of Veterans Affairs Canada offered her help with arranging a medically assisted death. Natalie Collada has been on the story for us this morning and she joins us again. So Natalie, what more can you tell us? Well, Hillary, we know that this is the latest incident that we are hearing about. It is coming from retired corporal and Paralympian Christian Gauthier. Yesterday, she testified that the Department of Veteran Affairs offered her in writing the opportunity for a medically assisted death. Even, she said, offering to provide the equipment. Now, Gauthier said she had been fighting for a home wheelchair ramp for five years. She described uh, the letter she received from the department in French at the committee hearing. Here's more from her. With respect to MAID, I have a letter in my file because I had to face that as well. Uh, I have a letter saying that if you are so desperate, madam, uh, we can offer you uh, MAID, medical assistance in dying. Now, Gauthier did not say when the offer was made to her, but she did agree to provide the committee a copy of the letter. We do know last week the Minister of Veteran Affairs told the committee that there were four or five veterans who had a similar experience and were given the made option. The Veteran um, Veteran Affairs, the department there, could not confirm whether the uh, incident was new or already being investigated, one of the ones already being investigated. What we do know is that the veteran service agent who allegedly provided the advice has been removed from her post while both the department and the RCMP investigate. But as you can imagine, this has really created quite a lot of conversations and talk within uh, the government, including all the way up to the prime minister. First of all, um, the individual who uh, made recommendations uh, to a veteran around uh, medical assistance in dying uh, is no longer working with veterans. Uh, That was absolutely unacceptable and we took action on that. Um, But the issue of medical assistance in dying is a deeply personal, extraordinarily difficult choice that individuals and families uh, need to make uh, in uh, the most thoughtful and best supported way possible. 
So considering that, Hillary, we do know that we're watching very closely the outcome of the investigation, both within the department, but also within the RCMP as they look at it as well. And Natalie, we're also hearing from some experts who are now calling on the government to slow down this expansion of medical assistance and dying eligibility. So what are some of the concerns that we're hearing from those experts? So really, this comes down to mid-March, because that is when uh, mid uh, medical assistant uh, assistance in dying is expanding for people with mental illness as a sole condition. It automatically expands at that point. And what we're hearing is the association representing head psychiatrists at 17 different medical schools saying that the proper safeguards are not yet in place. Uh, they want more time for things to develop, including standards of care, doctor training, um, an expert consensus on this issue. They spoke a little bit Bit more about this. Have a listen. What exactly does it mean to have an illness that doesn't respond to treatment? How do we assess the forensic populations? How do we ensure we don't have enough psychiatrists right now? That's become a, a, a clear fact. And we're trying to ensure that we train more. So we're concerned that we're not going to have enough providers. Our worry is that this is going to get launched and then delayed. We don't want to see that happen. Now, as is, that launch is expected to happen in mid-March. Canada will become one of only a few countries, Hillary, that allows euthanasia for mental disorders. Okay, Natalie Collada for us this morning. Thank you. Now, okay, there's a lot to digest in what you just heard over the last uh, couple of minutes from the CBC. And I want to draw your attention to something and the way it was said Maybe some of you picked up on it already, but I want to remind you of something. When this story came out about this this woman being told to just, you know, sign up for, you know, medically assisted suicide if you're having so much trouble and you need you need a ramp, we don't we're not going to give you a ramp, we'll, we'll kill you. Wouldn't that be better for society for you to be dead? Now, I want you to listen again to something that was said in that story. Then I'm going to talk about how the attitude of this medically assisted suicide, what it really means, how satanic it actually is in the way that it's being rolled out and what they want to do with it. But listen carefully uh, to the boy wonder of Canada, Justin Trudeau, uh, trying to act all indignant and we took care of things. Listen to what he says. And then realize what he doesn't say. First of all, um, the individual who uh, made recommendations uh, to a veteran around uh, medical assistance in dying uh, is no longer working with veterans. Uh, that was absolutely unacceptable and we took action on that. So what did the boy wonder not tell you? What did he tell you? Well, he didn't fire that individual. They just moved him somewhere else. All Justin Trudeau was doing was doing a little bit of backpedaling and public relations. They got caught. And it didn't look good on television. It didn't read well in the news media. It looked pretty horrible online. And rather than admit that he's all for it, and he would see nothing wrong with this army veteran committing suicide instead of getting a wheelchair ramp, in order to save face, well, we remove that person from working with veterans. You know, if you are firing somebody, you come out and say it. 
You say, we've removed this person. We have fired them. This is unacceptable. But no, really what Justin, the boy wonder, was telling you is we find everything that employee did acceptable except putting a bad spin on it in the media, making us look bad. We have to look good. We still love the idea of medically assisted suicide. We still love the idea of abortions. We still love the idea if you have a, a child with a mental disorder, maybe we should kill them too. They, they're still good with this idea. And adding mental illness. See, rather than treat mental illness, and a lot of the mental illnesses we have are, are given to us by the state, by the way that we are treated, educated, just bombarded. They're, they're the blame for a lot of it. And so their solution is, hey, you got a mental illness, let's kill you. Then you wouldn't have to deal with you. And you don't have to deal with your mental illness either. This is very 1930s Germany thinking. We want perfect people. And we don't want imperfect people. And you're not perfect, so we need to get rid of you. And in Germany, we want you to commit suicide too, but you got to be vaccinated. I mean, that is still... It shows just how far this stupidity has gone. And like I say, our bumbling boob of a president, Biden, still wants every soldier vaccinated, though we do know that more soldiers will have issues from the vaccine than would ever have issues, ever have issues from COVID-19, especially where it is morphed to today. So another story. You know, Yale University, once a an excellent school, now I think it's just pure garbage and indoctrination, used to be a seminary to train pastors. That's how they started. Used to be a real law school. Now it's just, you know, there's no justice, there's no law there. It's all ideology. They don't require their faculty and staff to get vaccinated but they're demanding that students do. Why? Once again, we've learned from Israel, we're learning from all over the world where they did heavy vaccinations, that young people are getting zero benefit out of a vaccine. It doesn't stop you from getting or spreading the virus, and it can cause you severe health issues in the long run. So why are these students being coerced and forced in order to go to school there to take an experimental vaccine. What kind of mental illness permeates Yale to demand students who are at the lowest risk of coronavirus and taking the vaccine we now know 100% will not stop you from getting or spreading the virus at all. None. Doesn't do what it's advertised to do. But they're demanding. They are demanding. Students take it. Well, these students, maybe they need to wake up and just say, goodbye, we can go elsewhere. But unfortunately, too many of these students are so determined to get that Yale degree, they'll risk their health and their life for that degree to say that I am a Yale graduate and I want to be a lawyer or a doctor or go into politics. That's the world in which we live. You know, there's some other stories that are out there as well. And I'm getting a kick out of the New York Slimes. That's the newspaper of, formerly the newspaper of record 
in New York City. Of course, the New York Slimes or Times has always had a questionable ownership and editorial board. You can go back to the 1920s and 30s, and they were a very sick newspaper back then. They thought that Hitler was the greatest thing since sliced white bread. And they thought we needed to be more like what he is. That's, that was their editorial board in the 1930s. New York Times has been an intellectually, morally, and spiritually bankrupt, well, rag of a newspaper its entire history. But they pretend with an air, you know, that... And, of course, their, their slogan should be on the masthead, um, all the news that fits, we print. You know, what fits the narrative? With the Hunter Biden laptop, they are still distorting the story and they're still lying. They're still being 100% untruthful. Now they're saying the laptop was stolen. Hunter's laptop was stolen. We can't look at this. Look the other way. It was stolen. No, it wasn't. It was abandoned and was left with a bill for a repair that he had no intention of paying. And he left it there. Never came back for it. And so, like any contract for repair, if you leave something at a shop, I don't care if it's your television set, your computer, or your car, and you decide not to come back and get it and not to pay for it, are they supposed to just sit there on it forever and never touch it and ever claim it or do anything with it? No. It's in the contract, even when you bring a car in for repair, that you are going to pick it up and pay for it, or you're not going to get it back. And so the owner of the shop did what was legally, rightfully his to do. Tried to figure up how to get it back, you know, how to get paid for it. And then he discovers all this stuff on the laptop and realizes, good Lord, what have I come across? What corruption, what evil, what sickness, what perversion? And it's Hunter Biden who Joe Biden says, I know nothing about his business. Well, we find out that he knew a lot about his business. His son was paying half of Biden's bills. All of that came out. The New York Times called it Russian disinformation back then. CBS News, Russian disinformation. We know because those, those experts in the intelligence community, 51 of them signed off saying it's got to be Russian Russian disinformation. And that was a lie. And every one of those 51 knew it at the time they said it. Not a one of them could have believed what they wrote and said. Not a one. We're being destroyed from within by the intelligence community, our own CIA, our own Department of Injustice, which is nothing more than the Gestapo for Biden to crush dissent, to make you comply. That's the world we live in today. And so we are told that uh, you know, this whole thing with Twitter, don't look at it. It's all probably misinformation anyway. And, and it was a stolen laptop, so you shouldn't be able to see what was stolen. I mean, come on, New York Times. Let me ask you a question, New York Slimes. How many things were leaked out of government illegally that you published in your newspaper because it was to your political advantage? Well, tons of stuff. Same is true with the Washington Compost, NBC News, ABC News, CBS, all their nonsense, 
all their lies. They're propaganda artists. They're no longer news agencies. They're just, they're terrible. There was a time I used to watch programs. We're talking like many, many decades ago. News programs like 60 Minutes and even the evening news. But I got to the point that I stopped watching the network news. And it was in the 90s because I could just smell the propaganda. It just was, you knew, it's from dealing with stories that I knew firsthand and how they were being distorted in the media. It opened my eyes to say these people are propaganda artists. They're liars. Not to be trusted. There's no journalistic integrity left in many places anymore. And if you try to do it, they will try to crush you. Canada has done that. Uh, They're putting out money. They're pretty well wanting to subsidize the propaganda artists with millions upon millions upon millions of taxpayer dollars in Canada. And then starve out the ones they don't like. And don't think it won't happen in this nation, the United States. They're working on it already. Now, I saw another story that I want to share with you. And this one is no surprise to me. In France, you know, we have between the mass Covidians and everybody, all things COVID and inflated numbers of deaths. I mean, people that I've read stories and I tend to believe them because I look at the individuals making the statements. I look at what their history, their background, their knowledge, their expertise. These are some of the finest physicians around the world that have not been bought out by corporations. And and I want you to understand this, especially, you know, you already probably know this in Canada, but a lot of Americans don't understand something about our medical system here today since Obamacare became the law of the land and all the years of pushing us in that direction of a socialized kind of healthcare system. What we ended up getting in the United States is not national health care. We've got fascist health care. What? Let me explain that. What do you mean fascist health care? We don't have national health care in the United States, per se. We have fascist health care. And here's how it works, just like fascism worked in Italy and just how fascism worked in Nazi Germany. The government decides who are the winners and the losers in the corporate world. Those that do what the government says become well rewarded. 50 years ago, when I was a young man starting out, if I ever went to the doctor 50 years ago, even 40 years ago, even 30 some odd years ago, most of the doctors on those rare times I needed to visit one, had an office, and they had their own practice. They may have a wife or a nurse or a receptionist in a small office. Sometimes you might have one or two doctors in that office. They had a small private practice. And they were allowed to practice medicine. What's happened in the United States with fascist medical care is the government pumps money and has requirements that only big corporations can meet. And so all of these doctors, one by one, they've had their practices bought out. They they merge with others. And the next thing you know, they're a part of like Cleveland Clinic or some other major outfit 
in the United States. They're no longer an independent doctor. They're now an employee of a massive medical corporation that has been empowered with our fascist medical care. That's how it works. And when you have this kind of fascism in medicine and you have the kind of reprobate government we have, you're being told by those unelected bureaucrats telling the Cleveland clinics that all your employees need to wear a face diaper, all of your employees need to be vaccinated, you cannot speak ill of the vaccine, you cannot do any treatments outside of what the CDC tells you, even if you know it's the wrong treatment, even if you know it's a bunch of malarkey, a bunch of baloney, and it's all lies and it could be deadly, you're not allowed to speak out or you're going to get fired. You're not going to have a job. You're going to be deeply in debt. You'll be working at McDonald's. You won't be a doctor anymore. My friends, that is what's happened in the United States. Fascism in medicine. We already have, in essence, nationalized health care. All we have done is we've empowered bureaucrats in the private sector who are the winners and the obedient servants of their Lord and Master governments. And I don't care who your insurance company is, Blue Cross, Blue Shield, United Healthcare, doesn't matter. All the same thing. It's fascist run healthcare. Period. And you're forced to buy into it, whether you want it or not. Period. And our worthless Supreme Court thinks that's okay. We'll talk about our worthless Supreme Court in just a couple of minutes. I really believe that some of the evil in our world today is God separating the sheep from the goats. Period. It is becoming so overwhelmingly obvious who the goats are. They're not even hiding it anymore. They're not even hiding it in their churches anymore. There are so many so-called churches that have given their hearts over to Satan. They're no longer Christian churches. They're evil. They're evil and satanic, and they pretend that they have the knowledge of the truth of the gospel, and they have nothing but damnable heresy condemning them. Now, one last little story before we take our break. And once again, now this is out of France. They're banning short-haul domestic flights. In other words, you cannot take an airline flight if it's, you can do it by train. If there's a train that can get you there in two and a half hours, you can't fly. This new law prohibits flights on air routes within French territory where there may be a direct rail connection, several per day. And if the trip is like under two and a half hours. And they're doing it because of climate change. Because see, if we get those little airplanes out of the air and those little short haul flights are stopped, Well, we can cure climate change. We can change the weather. How arrogant. How absolutely short-sighted and arrogant can you be? There's a story that I'm going to add with this on the other side. And, And it all ties together in the brokenness of our world, the worshiping of this earth and how it's going to be used to control every aspect of your life had a letter from a listener and don't have time to read it but he points out and and he shares a lot of points many of which I fully agree 
And he said there's a lot dependent right now in the U.S. Senate. And as I record this program, we do not know the outcome of that race. But I told you yesterday, my prediction is Democrats vote early, Republicans don't. A worthless, garbagey judge broke the Constitution and changed the Georgia law, which is not constitutional, to add earlier voting, which basically gave a quarter million extra votes to to the warlock, Raphael Warlock. That's what I call him. He's an evil, satanic horrible non-christian person pretending he's a pastor he's a moloch worshiper he is an earth worshiper he is not christian you know that by his fruits and what comes out of his mouth and i'm afraid that that this warlock will end up back in the united states senate and people say what difference does it make well probably not a whole lot even at a 50 50 you have the tie break But at least you don't have the Democrats controlling every committee. So it's with sadness that I I think that our nation, as we know it here in the United States, we're done. Stick a fork in it. We're done. We need to begin to figure up our future and the way we're going to have to live and the way we're going to have to communicate, the way we're going to have to share news. It's all going to be changed. And they will use viruses and climate change to beat you up to do it. They already are doing it. And the surveillance will just increase. They'll know everything that you're doing. And if you think they don't, they already do. They just need the artificial intelligence to sort and sift through the data to point out those that need to be visited. That's where we're coming to. Now... I need to thank you. So many of you came to the rescue of this radio program over the past several days. And we are going to be able to make it. But we need to be prepared to keep making it over time. I want to stay on the stations that we are on. And by God's grace, if doors open, I want to increase the number of stations and frequencies that you can find us on shortwave. I fully understand most people don't even know what shortwave is, don't even have one of those kind of radios. I get it. But I really believe that God, through his people, can encourage people to spend a few dollars to buy an inexpensive shortwave radio. Maybe someday I need to find a way to to share some advice on those on the website. And I'm going to reach out to my ham radio friends who have played around with a number of receivers, both expensive and reasonable and very inexpensive, to give me some suggestions so we can put together a page and maybe a way for people to buy these radios. Because I think we're going to need them in the not-too-distant future more and more. I still want to use the online that we can. I still want to see the podcast grow. I'll give you some numbers about podcasts in just a minute that kind of surprised me. But... It is what it is. But your financial help is still needed to keep us going and to now keep us growing. And I know that it's really tough right now in this economy. I get it. My wife and I are going through it ourselves. We feel it. We feel it, just like you do. But if you can help us, if you can share with us, there are two ways to do it. One is from our website, truth2ponder.com, truth, 
the number two ponder.com. And I have been overwhelmed and humbled by the number of you that have you that have gone to give, send, go. And it has truly been a blessing. I know for some of you it's a lot easier because you can't. I, I get it with the post office and the mail. It's not easy anymore. For some of you, it's cheaper than trying to go to the post office, you know, get getting stamps. I, I get it. I understand. But if, for those that still want to mail a regular check, and many of you do, make the check payable to Ancient Word Radio. Ancient Word Radio. And the mailing address is Post Office Box 510. P.O. Box 510. And the city is Chilhowie, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E. Chilhowie, Virginia. By the way, as I've mentioned this before, Chilhowie means Valley of Many Deer. And we live... Our house is kind of in a valley, and we have many deer. And so it is very true. Chilhowie, Valley of Many Deer, Virginia. And the zip code is 24319. That's 24, a number 3, and 19. 24319. And I'm going to thank you in advance for what many of you already have done and what many of you are going to be doing to help us grow this radio ministry. The word's got to get out. And I'm counting on you. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Beerman. The Holy Putting Off coming up. Shalom Aleichem. This is the nice Jewish boy, Jonathan Kahn, your Jewish connection, bringing you the riches of your Jewish roots in Messiah Jesus. Now get your pen out as fast as you can so you don't miss out. You're receiving a special free gift you're going to get and love in a moment. The priests of God in the Old Testament, in order to enter their priesthood, they had to take off their garments to bathe. They had to take a holy bath. And then they would get the garments of the priest given to them. And see, the thing is, to minister, you have to take off your garments to bathe. You can't You can't do what God has you to do. He's called you for a great purpose unless you take off the old, the old garments in the Lord. You can't embrace anything new without putting off something old. Take off the old, remove the old you, the old things, the old sins, the old habits, the old identity. See, a lot of people miss their calling because they're still wearing their old clothes. The priests of God could not minister in their old clothes or their old identities. So you cannot minister for God. You cannot fulfill your calling, truly, the calling that God gave you in your old identity. You want to be used to God? Put away the old. Take off the old ways, the old ideas. Be willing to take off the old habits, the old everything, and put on the new in God, created in his image. Your ministry is waiting. Your priesthood is waiting. It's calling you. You're in service for God. But in order to serve as priest, holy, royal priest, your clothes are important. Ring out the old you, ring in the new, let the old pass. Dare to let it go and get on with fulfilling your calling. Want more? Ask for Entering Your Priesthood on CD. Fulfill your calling. Now the free gift for you, The Mystery of the Temple Doors on CD. You'll love it. And Sapphires are the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus. Special teachings, updates on Israel, world events, and prophecy. The secrets of strength and victory for every day of your life. How do you get these gifts free? Easy. Just remember Jesus' real Hebrew name, Yeshua, and you dial it. So... For your free gifts, just call 1-800-YESHUA-1. You will be blessed, but call now 1-800-YESHUA-1. I invite you to join me in bringing salvation back to God's ancient nation Israel and all the unreached people of the world who haven't heard the gospel on five continents, over a billion people, more than that. 
It's amazing. The farthest way you can ever reach out, your life can impact the world for the gospel. It's amazing. It's shortwave radio. You can blanket the earth with salvation. Just pick up the phone or just call 1-800-YESHUA-1. You'll be blessed. That's Y-E-S-H-U-A-1. Or you can write me direct. Just write me at the Nice Jewish Boy Box 1111, Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. It's the Nice Jewish Boy Box 1111, Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. Well, until next time, this is Jonathan Kahn saying Shalom Aleichem. Peace be to you, my friend and Messiah. Or HaOlam, Melech HaOlam, the King of the Universe. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And I welcome you back to part two of Truth to Ponder. And I'm your host, Bob Bierman. I want to take just a moment to welcome many new listeners on board. I've had a few emails in the last couple of days of people from all over uh, hearing this program. Uh, A lot of new listeners on the frequency of 9455. And I am so thankful to be on that frequency. I think right now it's 11 p.m. Eastern Time, 8 p.m. Pacific. And people are hearing the program now in places like Colorado, Arizona, California, uh, Seattle, Washington, even into Portland, Oregon. We can reach those areas now. And yeah, uh, that late afternoon, it's probably late afternoon, but we can be heard now in Hawaii on shortwave on that frequency. So I'm thrilled that we now have this opportunity. I, I just pray that we have more opportunity like that. And that's why I ask you to give support to this radio program. Now, want to just share just some random headlines here and then a couple of other stories. You know, you need to think about something. Google has been playing around, and and so has a number of other manufacturers, with the self-driving car. And one of the things that I'm concerned about with the self-driving car is with all the technology that is out there, the government eventually is going to have control over that car. They'll be able to turn it off in the event of troubles with climate change. See, climate change is about to be your new prison. We learn a lot about COVID. Between between pandemics and you have the WHO already trying to get every nation to sign on board to give them ultimate absolute authority over every nation in the world. And, and they are funded by China. And we know how well China did with the virus. They did terrible. They are part of the problem and so I don't need China and I don't need a morally intellectually and medically bankrupt organization that has proven themselves to be wrong more than right the WHO the who telling us how to do things Donald Trump whether you like him or not was right defund the who get rid of it this administration refunds the who with your money to have that reprobate organization destroy this nation from within. And Biden just buys into all of it. Yeah, we got, we got to get our soldiers vaccinated even though they're at no risk. Even though it doesn't stop you from getting or spreading. He told you that it did and it, it was a lie. And they, they knew it. Look, here's the problem that Pfizer and company are going to have. As these documents are pouring out every so many weeks that they wanted to hide for 76 years. 
Yeah, they wanted 76 years to let you know how they approve Cormanati. You know, their their trade name for the licensed version that they still don't want you to take because they don't want to get sued. As the data comes out, they knew from the very beginning it didn't stop the spread. It didn't stop you from getting or spreading COVID. It didn't do any of it. They even decided when they were seeing that, we're just not going to test for it. We're going to make sure that we just don't look. We don't want to know because we already know it's not going to work. And if you came out and stated that up front, then they never could have gotten the emergency use authorization to begin with because it doesn't work. So Pfizer and company had to lie big time. And that's why they've been trying to hide the data for 76 years. And thankfully, a court said no. White House dismisses Elon Musk's release of the Twitter files, and they call it a, a distraction from hate speech. No, they just don't like factual speech. There's nothing worse to a reprobate evil government than truth. Truth is devastating to evil. Evil loves the lie. They want you to believe the lie. And so we're beginning to see the collusion between the Biden White House in recent years, also the Democrat National Committee during election cycles and others. And you can include fascist book, commonly known as Facebook, Meta, the metaverse in that to distort an election. And then once again, our Supreme Court of Injustice. And and I I look at these people that we hoped so diligently would would protect and defend the Constitution and uphold the rule of law. They're failing us. They're miserable, stinking failures. Horrible. They dismiss lawsuits about voting machines that don't work constitutional violations they just ignore they don't want to know my wife made the statement last night and she might have something here maybe they have been threatened that if they don't play by quote the rules something bad could happen to them or their children and i would not put that past this reprobate class of clowns in dc they're evil to the core just totally evil The store owners I mentioned that had the Hunter Biden laptop. Turns out, he was right. He's right. Fauci made a deposition last week, and there's a doctor that I follow that does a lot of writing, and he's going to be reading through the the countless pages of of testimony that he gave. And, And I'm looking forward to his observations and trying to condense it down for things that you and I can easily understand. But he says, just taking an initial look, he said, the man is a liar. He's a fraud. He lied to the American people. He knew that he lied and he doesn't care that he lied. City of Seattle, where this program can now be heard at night or online has voted to permanently terminate 80 police positions even though they are critically at a low staffing level and they're having record-breaking crimes and homicides. So how does the Democrats in Seattle fix it? We just get rid of more police officers. We love our crime. 
we want to lock people down for climate change and virus and anything else we can do. We want you in face diapers in fear, and we want you to believe that your car is destroying the planet. We want you to join the metaverse or maybe just commit suicide and you can save the planet. That's where we're I'm, don't Don't laugh at this. This is exactly where we are as a world today. A couple of other stories that are out there. You, you look at former FBI general counsel James Baker. Now, now, there's a guy, and we're not talking the James Baker you may think you know uh, from many, many years ago. This James Baker helped orchestrate the entire Russian collusion hoax against Donald Trump. And then he goes on to preside over the censorship of the Hunter Biden laptop and the deplatforming of anybody that opposed what the Democrats wanted to say about the laptop, about viruses, about collusion, about any of it. This guy was involved with with the law firm that the DNC and has used that had, believe it or not, some kind of a connection to the FBI, which makes no sense to me. How does a private law firm have an inside computer station to connect with the FBI? And you had all these bogus bank charades and nonsense, and then they went and lied to federal courts that were designed and built after 9-11, which I worried about then as being unconstitutional and having powers given beyond the Constitution that are dangerous. And so you have, we've learned that that the FBI had a terminal at that private law firm. And the FBI, I believe, was involved in the process of collusion to try to change the balance in 2016. I guarantee you they did it in 2020. And along with social media, we're doing it in 2022. We have traitors in government today, absolute traitors. And unfortunately, we have a worthless and feckless Supreme Court now. They won't stand for anything. They won't stand for anything. They never helped on Russiagate. They're not helping on the FBI's persecution and illegal search and seizure. They don't go after Obama for the documents he has or George W. Bush for what he has or Clinton for what he took home in the sock drawer. No, they do the raid on Trump. See, this is an evil fascist becoming communist dictatorship government. And they're doing it one little step at a time. And they're going to begin that control process. People up in New England, a friend of mine shared a a number with me he said you know last year one of his friends that still lives in new england he'll retire in about a year or so and he's getting out of there as fast as he can this is last year i think he works um as a first responder with with a fire department and has been there for many many years last year he paid a dollar 87 or 89 something for his home heating oil per gallon dollar 89 This year, it's $5.40. One year. This is not the free market. This is a distorted market. And it's done by design. You have governments overseas that are trying to shut down farming to have food shortages. 
Canada in in Ontario province are building factories to raise crickets to make people food. They want crickets. They want eating bugs. They want to get rid of cows because cows are destroying the climate like your SUV does. And, and that short commuter flight in France, those three things are going to destroy the planet. And yet, if you look at a graph and they show some out there, they want to give you fear. Oh, look, between 1950 and now over 70 years, look how the temperature went up a degree. They don't talk about from, let's say, 1890 to 1950 or 1880 to 1950, the other 70 years where the temperatures were hotter, like in the 1930s, the Dust Bowl era, the Super Hurricane era, long before massive populations and the Industrial Revolution. No, that would ruin the narrative. We despise the truth. And that's where we are today. So we have, I believe, even Paul Ryan, when he was Speaker of the House, when Trump first took office, I think Paul Ryan is part of the deep state. He's an evil, incorrigible, and a fake individual. Yeah, vote for me in 2016, and I'll be the Speaker of the House, and we're going we're gonna to fix this nation. We're going to fix it. Just vote for us at the ballot box. They never wanted Trump. The rhinos never wanted him, but the people did. And the man has been lied about. Look, the guy's got an, an obnoxious personality. I'll agree with that. He's like a bull in a china shop. I get it. But he's our bull in a china shop. And the china shop is the deep state. And they didn't like getting their, their evil deeds being exposed. And so that's why the never-ending effort from rhinos and fools and reprobates and, and evil witch-type people. Thankfully, one of them is not coming back to the House of Representatives. Liz Cheney, another evil individual. She and her dad make their money on war. They're warmongers, always have been, always will be. And they're liars, just absolute liars. So we had some good news, and we've had some bad news, and we've had some strange news today. And we know that the Hunter you know, Biden laptop is real, even though we were lied to by the media, lied to by the FBI, lied to by the intelligence community, lied to by the news media. All of them knew it was true in 2020. Every one of them knew it. And they willfully lied to you and they want you to forget that you, they lie. They want you to believe they're always telling you the truth. When are we going to get smart and realize that most of the news media is not your friend. They're just propaganda artists and they're well paid for it. And so we're learning a lot from Twitter and I think a lot more is going to come out. The accuracy in our media is dismal. It is distorted. And it's so hard to, to find truth in this, this age of lies. You have all of these people in social media in control of the power structure of this government and also in corporate media. And they are the greatest propaganda machine ever developed. And sadly, well more than half of the population believe the propaganda or they are too lazy to learn anything. And they just blindly go through worrying about football games. 
and going out to a movie, getting drunk at a bar, whatever it is they do. So here we are. We're not fixing anything at the ballot box. I've been trying in the 50 years that I've been voting. It hasn't happened yet. Never will happen. I believe the time has come where God is separating the sheep from the goats. We're going to see it with this same-sex marriage legislation that's out there. And, and we're seeing even in churches, they're capitulating and throwing away the scripture, denying what the Bible says, what the church has taught. And those churches will be held accountable. The spirit of God is no longer in them. That, that lampstand is gone. They're under God's judgment. They can enjoy and laugh and wear their vestments and talk about their social justice and deny repentance and deny sin and celebrate it rather than repent of it. And that day is going to come. That day is going to come when Christ shall appear and he will judge the world. I have no doubt in my mind. Yesterday, even though we were tired, my wife and I made a little trip. We looked at a building not far from where we live. It is an actual church building. And it's kind of like frozen in time. There was some issues and they closed down somewhere around 2014, even before the pandemic. And I don't know the whole story, but the building is sitting in this nice, quiet neighborhood. And so God has been talking to my wife's heart and mine. We need to do something. And I've been talking to the owners of this church building. And they are more than happy to work with me in seeing this church relaunched. So there's a lot on our plate. We went and took some pictures yesterday of the building. It has classroom space, it has a sanctuary, it has your basic kitchen, not a very big building. But it'd be a great training ground too for a young guy starting out ministry that that could work under a couple of other senior pastors to learn, to get practice and experience and then go out and plant a church. I may share more about that on Thursday, maybe Friday, not sure. And if you wanna know more about it, you can send me an email or just a regular letter my email is bob at truth the number two ponder.com. Bob at truth the number two ponder.com. We live in an evil time, and today I just wanted to share it with you and just come out and say what had to be said. I'm tired of pulling punches. I'm tired of trying to be a nice guy. Sometimes you have to call evil for what it is damnable evil, horrific evil, child destroying evil. And if you want me to keep preaching against it and giving you the news, would you consider financial support? You can do it from our website through Give, Send, Go, or you can send us a check made out to Ancient Word Radio, P.O. Box 510, Chilhowee, Virginia. The zip code is uh, 24319. That zip code again, 24319. Post Office Box 510, Chilhowee, Virginia, 24319. And we will be back tomorrow. This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more, visit our website, Truth, the number two, and the word ponder.com. That's Truth, the number two, ponder.com. Truth to Ponder.
shining the light of truth in a darkening world.